You're, you're, well, no, I know, but they're, they're clearly not enough. But I don't want you to give me the answer yet. Um, Did Sean Alexander win an MVP? Does anyone know? Uh, is it Sean Alexander? That's correct. It is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get out of here! He lost to the Steelers in the Super Bowl. That's that's that was my hint. another episode of from the sideline podcast i'm your host troy and i'm back with the boys what's up fellas what's going on yo yo got gk in the house what's up gk not much man ready to get it all right we got no other than roy in the house what's up roy hey glad to be here man ready to get into it all right, now before we get in the show i gotta take a take time to give you guys a special shout out man we uh we're growing a little bit over on YouTube, we're getting some more listeners over on Inca and Apple Apple Podcasts. So I want to give you guys a shout out. Uh, we got some listeners in Canada, uh, New Jersey, New York, Illinois, and Maryland. All right. So we wanted to thank you guys for tuning in over there on Anchor and um, Anchor, Spotify, and um, Apple Music because we don't have no listeners on Google Music. Uh, we want to especially thank you guys over on YouTube for getting us up there. We, we're getting some subscribers over there. We just ask that you subscribers like the video. If you watch it, like the video. It helps us out a lot. It helps us get it out to other people. And yeah, uh, one more announcement, man. Today's episode is sponsored by PointsBet. It's the fastest growing online bookmaker in America, a fully transitional sportsbook that offers customers more, more markets and, revo- and rewards like no other sportsbook. Must be 21 and older. Uh, SportsBet is available only in New Jersey, New York, Illinois, and Iowa. To sign up, you can either go to www.pointbet.com or you can download the app. You can find it in Apple, the Apple Store or Google Play Store. And when you sign up, the code's going to pop up on the screen. You got to use our code, man, FTS250, all right? FTS250, all right? And when you sign up using our code, PointsBet will give you two risk-free bets up to $2,000, all right? I'll say it again, all right? If you use our code, PointsBet will give you two free bets, risk-free, up to $2,000, all right? Uh, void where prohibited, so you won't find it where it's prohibited. Again, must be ages 21 and older. And gambling problems, we know there's, uh, you know, people do have <clears throat> gambling problems. If you know anybody or if you yourself, you know, struggling with some gambling problems, you could call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis consultant and services. Now, without further ado, thank you for our sponsor. That's pretty good, man. So I could just put a thousand bucks on the Rams and then go ahead and put a thousand bucks on the Bengals. And then either way, I'm going to make two up to. So, yeah, you hear you hear GK giving you giving you guys some ideas. You want to make some money. It's both risk free. So it's you might as well just bet free. against yourself on both bets. It's risk free. <laughs> all right. Risk free. But you got to use code FTS FTS. 250 all right i'm gonna try this code. it's gonna be on the screen all day all right it's gonna be on the screen all day but we're gonna start today's episode off with the retirement of tom <laughs> brady all right now i had this originally on the dock but i took it off because <laughs> the reports came out that he didn't retire but my stance is that from from the first report that came out from um adam shapner right shape how you say his Schaefner. last name Schaefner, there you go 
The report that came out from him was that Tom Brady talked to somebody. That person told him. That was the report. It was a phone call between somebody and Tom Brady. That person reported it to Adam. Adam reported on the story. All right. So for everybody out there saying the media is a lie, they weren't lying. The person that reported it to Adam was correct. Tom did tell him he was retiring. Tom just didn't want the news to get out the way it did. So starting with GK, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady's retirement? Uh, well, well, that whole situation kind of bothers me because clearly, like, he was talking about retiring, but they, but he wanted to, I guess, you know, make, like, I guess maybe sleep on it, make sure, like, he, that's really what he wanted or whatever, or just wanted to release the information on his own terms rather than, like, oh, somebody else overheard it, they told somebody else, and then it gets reported, and then somebody just makes a tweet. Like that kind of bothers me, but um, that's reporting though. But yeah, other than that, I mean, honestly, I don't think he really needed to. I think he could have kept on going, but I see at this point, like he's already had lost time with his family and stuff. So that's probably he did say it was physical, mental, you know. He said like if he can't, if he can't put a hundred percent into it, right. So if he's only like, you know, halfway there, it's, it's unfair to his teammates. And I'm, that's one of the things that I appreciate about Tom Brady was like his, um, the way he was a teammate was, you know, uh, the cream of the crop. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really these best couple of days ever since we first heard that breaking news was kind of weird. It didn't feel real. I don't know. It was just like Tom Brady's retiring. Yeah. Okay. All right, whatever. And then we have the whole back and forth thing going on. And I guess it turns out that he, he actually does retire now. So, I mean, I mean, probably not how he wanted to do it. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, he – I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I'm grateful to be able to say, you know, I watched him play growing up. I mean, did he kick my team's ass? Yeah, a couple of times. Probably more than, uh, more than a healthy amount. But, I mean, hey, it's all good. I love watching him play, man. And, I mean, I wish him all the – Oh, yeah, that's all right. We're with the Jets. That's all right. <laughs> we'll see what happens come August, though, too, because remember the whole everything with Brett Favre and stuff like that? Like, you know, if, if come August, if they're not able to have, like, a solid solution at quarterback, he might just be like, all right, like, you're going to let me just skip training camp. I don't really have to do no. that. I can, just, I can just show up on week one. and like. I think he's uh, done. I no, think he's I think done. He's done. I think mentally well, I think he's done. done. I, I would don't say, even think physically. I think it's mentally. I would – I, I would mentally. say the likelihood is I agree with you, but mm. I say there's still always a chance that, you know, what if they do draft somebody or get somebody right. And then like the week before week one, they t- tear their ACL and then they call him and they're like, Hey, do you want to just come back for a couple of weeks or whatever? Da, da, da. And if he's like, well, if I only got to do this, if I don't got to practice, da, 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 whatever. I mean, it, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he was if he if he if he played again. Like sounds sounds like a good scenario, but I don't think it's happening. I think if that was the case, he would he would have stayed day to day because yesterday he was saying it's day to day. I'm day to day. It's a day to day process, and now it's something. He probably also doesn't want to do that to the organization either. Like he wants to let them move on. But I'm just saying in a situation where you know maybe. All right. So so to your point, if he wants them, if he wants to let them move on, then let them move on. Go. Mm -hmm. Spend your glory years with Peyton playing golf because as many people yep. may not know, Tom Brady plays golf with Peyton. All right. The brother he could be. All right. Not the one mm-hmm. he could be. 
Somebody said that on the Facebook group yesterday, so I'm just hmm. repeating it. Shout out to that that dude. That's funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's glad to have him. 22 years. Some people were saying 20 because he was out one year, injured the other. It doesn't matter. He played 22 years. Even he say he played 22 years. Great career. Seven rings out of it. Ten trips to the to the Super Bowl. Can't ask for nothing more from him. Even though you know, I'm pretty sure all three of us up here had some run-ins of you know dislike mm-hmm. for Tom Brady. We we grew mm-hmm. to respect him. We grew oh, to respect. 100. 100. Talking about some damn respect over here. Somebody got to put some respect on, you know, Joe Burrow's name. Which one are you going to do? It? Ooh, I'll, do it. Right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Look, I've been saying that the team to watch in the playoff was the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Me and you said it the first week. Yes, we did. We did. Because you know what? We saw something. And these, mm-hmm. these Bengals players, man, oh, I love watching them. Watching them, like, gives me the same energy. I mean, just as a unit, not just limited to Joe Burrow, but, like, it's like it's like Seattle Legion Legion of Boom, like times a hundred, all throughout the team. Just the energy they play with, like I just love watching this team play. And you know, Joe Burrow put some respect on my man's name. I mean, he is going out there and just playing playing lights out, I and mean, he's doing what he needs to do, getting it done. I mean, and I'm gonna give a shout out to kickers as well here. I mean, Evan McPherson. I mean, he he is he is stone cold. He's a great kicker. I mean. Granted, that last kick was a little bit of a chip shot, but I mean, he's been going out there. He's been getting it done, and there's so much stigma around, you know, drafting kickers and all that stuff. I mean, hey, that just goes to show why you need a good kicker and how it's pretty essential in today's game. But look, they go out there, they beat the powerhouse of the Chiefs. I mean, I think it went when went to overtime. Everyone was like, okay, who wins the coin toss? Who wins the game? And so everyone saw Kansas City win the win the coin toss, and they're like, oh, okay, that's it. Kansas City's going to the Even Super Josh Bowl. Allen tweeted it when they won it. Josh Allen said pain. pain, pain. After that, As though, but, but after yeah. when, when, when Bengals got the ball, he must be looking like damn defense. He said, oh, wait, his team had a defense? <laughs> he said, oh, I didn't know that was possible. I did not know that was possible. <laughs> but, the, hey, look, they came in there. They handled business. I mean, one heck, I got to say, just watching this whole entire playoffs, this, we've been, this is, we've been spoiled right now with some great football. Every, I mean, wild card round, whatever. Ever since then, We've had some grade A football games going on in Cincinnati. I'm glad to see them go. I mean, I know as a Steelers fan, I should not like this team, but man, it's so hard not to like this team. I love watching them play, and I can't wait to see what they can do matched up in the Super Bowl. Nobody told them they were supposed to lose. That's the problem. They, <laughs> they, they like just have no sense or idea or like awareness that like they were supposed to be losing this whole time. So, you know. Um, what I think more people need to talk about is T Higgins. I feel like everybody's just been talking about Jamar chase, but like, got hurt too. honestly, if, if there was no Jamar chase, like it would be T Higgins. Like that guy's an animal. Yeah. I think they, I think you're right. They got two good wide receivers out there. Um, mm-hmm. great yeah. receivers. Yeah. And just with Evan McPherson, you can't like purposely, I mean, maybe you can, but for the most part, I feel like you can't purposely draft a guy like that. Cause for me with guys with that are kickers, it's like 99% internal and only 1% external. Like it's all about mindset, mentality, attitude, like confidence, you know, consistency. It's, it's all everything that's internal. And that guy has that. 
and I think he's going to be probably the next best kicker um, over the course of the next 15 years. Um, and the crazy thing is I think a lot of the guys have taken on that personality because that's like what Joe Burrow has within mm-hmm. him. Um, Agreed. And that's part of – that's a major part of why they've come this far, I think. Um, but something else that people aren't talking about is they they also wouldn't have gotten there if the cookie didn't crumble in their favor. Like they needed to be a little bit lucky because that last interception Mahomes threw, like he threw the like that was a pretty good pass. Like you, I mean, if if he had to do the play all over again, he's that's pretty much the pass he wants to make, and. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the receiver just pushed it right into the hands mm-hmm. of the defense. It was, so it was just kind of, you know, that was very fortunate. Um, but, you know, they capitalized on a mistake, and uh, here we are. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but oh. I also didn't think they would make the Super Bowl. So I was going to say they love to hear that. They love to hear that they're the underdogs. They ain't hearing it for months because they ain't going to hear this. But uh, <laughs> we, we got Joe Burrow coming on next week, right? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, we got his brother, John Burrow. John, John Burrow. John from next- State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> we got John Burrow coming on next week. The, the Rams really have to win, though, because. Oh, well, kick it off. Go ahead. Start with the Rams in uh, 49ers game because I was just about to pass it to you anyway. The, the Rams really have to win, though, because they gave up everything. They gave up their future, you know, four to five years from now to go all in three to four years and this year, you know. So I don't think they have a first round pick until 2024 or 2025 or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, And then they're paying all these big names and free agents and a lot of star power going around. But. I still think their defense is overrated. There's not a lot of continuity. Oh, man. But, um, I mean, I do think they're going to win, though. I think they're mm-hmm. the better GK team. is back. GK I think they're the, they're the better team all around. And uh, I think – although I'm really high on uh, Zach Taylor. That's his name, right? Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's a little underappreciated right now and not getting his, uh, enough recognition because – his roster is really not the best. Like, so you got to give him credit for his X's and O's. Um, but that being said, I do think since it's not only his first go around, but the whole, the team as a whole, like it's their first time making this run. They're very young. Everything about them is very young, which could be as much of an advantage as a disadvantage. Agreed. But ultimately I think because McVay is also a football genius and it's not his first Super Bowl, I just think that will be enough to push them over the top. Like him being there, have been there before with veterans that have been there before. I just think that they're more ready and that's going to be the difference maker. Yeah. I really do think that this Rams team is for real. And I do not think their defense is overrated. But I'm telling you, this this Rams team, first of all, they they went out there and 
I mean, I'll, there were some times where I was like, uh, I don't know. I think like the 49ers might have a chance here. And then I remember the 49ers had Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback, and I was like, oh, no, they're fine. They're good. They'll win this game. And that's exactly what happened. If you watch that last drive, you'll know what I'm talking about. But, I mean, the Rams, man, I mean, like how – I mean, just like GK said, this is an all-in team. Like, this is it, – this is – it was Super Bowl or bust when they started bringing in all these big-name free agents for on one-year deals. I mean, that's the definition of Super Bowl or bust. And here they are in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, I'll give I'll give credit where credit's due. That defense, defense did very well. I mean, could they have done better? 110% they could have done better. But, I mean, Focus Matt Stafford – I agree with you, yep. Peter. They were too focused on Chase to let Higby go off like that, or Higgins, whatever his name is. I think I think that the defense is going to carry this team. I mean, uh, and this is Matt Stafford's legacy here, but Matt Stafford is going to have a decent – I think he's going to have a very good game. Uh, I mean, it's like the whole city of Detroit is behind him as well. So it's really cool to see – you know, this is the closest the Lions will ever get to a Super Bowl in the next That's 10 true. years. This is the closest they'll get. And they got Eminem performing at halftime. This is a Detroit They got Super a whole Bowl. lineup performing. I think Mary J. Blythe, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Hey, Eminem's from Detroit. So, look, this is the Lions Super Bowl right here with Matt Stafford and Eminem. So Somebody I mean, posted that, too. <laughs> so, I think I think the Rams are going to be looking pretty good, man. I, I think this is going to be one heck of a game. I won't give you my official prediction yet because I'm still, I'm still doing the math in my head. You got two weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot can change in two weeks. You know, things happen. You know, Tom Brady just all of a sudden comes out as a new name, and he's the starting quarterback for the the Rams. I don't know. Who knows? Who Some, knows? Something crazy it, gonna happen. It's Barry, gonna be... like a Barry Sandcastle situation. <laughs> it's. I think it's <laughs> gonna be hard to mask the poor offensive line of the Bengals again. Like I agree, it's not gonna happen with the Rams. The Rams um, mask it for so long. I all feel playoffs. Like. The Rams been like, getting at old lines. Yes. I think that that's a great point you brought up, GK, because I was going to move this conversation along if you never said that. That old line for the Bengals is going to have their work cut out for them. And well, that's they've never, the they've all that's season the long, the they've never been good. They've just been mm-hmm. masked he's, by he's, Burrow. He was sacked 55 times throughout the regular season. That's crazy. That's he crazy. got sacked nine times in one game in the playoffs. Yeah. I think he only got sacked once in a, in a game uh, this weekend. I think he was yeah. only sacked once. Well, but, so here's the thing, like they're not good, but they I think they've acknowledged that they're not good and they figured out how to like to like circumvent them not being good. <laughs> do you, yeah, do yeah, you think exactly. do you think do you guys think what this the kind of system that Andy Reid runs for Patrick Mahomes, would that work for Joe Burrow? Short uh, short little uh hitch routes or short little streaks to the wide receiver. Remember that play that Kansas City did? Where they they made their lineman go upfield and Tyreek Hill was behind them. He threw Tyreek the screen, but it was a mm. pass. It wasn't behind the line. It was up. Like I think they could with that old line the way it is. If they can't fix it in the near future, they need to adopt something like that. Quick under under yeah. the throws, so it gets Burrow, you know, out of pressure of getting hit. Because if he keeps getting hit like that, he's going to end up like Russell Wilson. I'm telling you, he's going to end up with Russell Wilson, yeah. another good quarterback that was ruined by his offensive line. Yeah, and that's a that's a quarterback that you need to protect his leg at all costs. I mean, you got to remember he came off an ACL injury as well, so this is not something that you know. Oh well, we'll we'll put on, don't put on the back burner. I mean, don't turn it into an Andrew Luck situation where you know where you waited too long and you saw the ramifications of that. You know, they have to protect him. They have to, and maybe implementing something else. You know, kind of like how Troy was saying. You know, 
maybe that can, you know, add another a facet to their offense to where it relieves some pressure off of him without having to do a major overhaul of the O-line. But I just think that, you know, if if they can just keep him vertical instead of horizontal, man, I think I think the the Bengals can really, you know, mask. So I, I like what GK said, masking it, because that's a great analogy to great use. Analogy. Great analogy to use because it reminds me kind of how the Bills and Josh Allen. So Josh Allen masks the issues of the Bills offensive line because Josh Allen can, you know, move. He can do things. He can, he's a playmaker. And I think Burrow is to a certain extent a a playmaker. Not, I wouldn't say he's exactly like Josh Allen esque, but he's able to, but what he does on the field is able to mask the, the atrocity of the offensive line. And you see sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, nine sacks versus one sack, that's a pretty huge difference. Mm. So, I mean, it's just what what offensive line from the Bengals are we going to see come out and play, you know, against the Rams here in a couple of weeks? Who knows? Anything to add, G? Um, no, I'm, I'm just – I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting game, though. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of players on both teams that I'm a fan of. Um, mm-hmm. So – so yeah, I'm just I'm hoping that it's it's a good game, that you know hopefully it doesn't get into a double digit deficit or anything like that. But um, yeah, hopefully we see a lot of touchdowns and it stays close. Troy, I got a question for you. As a Giants fan, I got a question for you. It may. So, do you want to see Odell win or do you want to see Eli Apple win? Eli Apple will kiss garbage cans. All right. That's what Eli Apple will do. Odell, go get that damn championship, bro. I'm not rude for no damn Eli. All that damn smack you talking on Twitter to, to Cheetah. Listen, he gonna remember that. All right. He's going to remember it. And you ain't gonna be able to back it up, Eli, because you probably got two more years in the league and then you out. All right. I saw what you did on the Giants. Trust me, I remember. Okay. Say. All right, I remember what you did on the Giants, bro. Listen, that's the other thing, too, is I don't really think the defensive roster is that talented. Their, their stats and their team stats defensively have been very good. But I don't think – I think that the system is making those players look better than rather than the players making the system look better. If For the Bengals or the Rams? For the Bengals, yeah, no. So, Eli Apple, well, the system is bringing out more yeah. from the players versus the players making the system look good. I, I agree. I think that I think that Bengals team, the defense feeds off of their offense. You know, that's yeah. where they get their momentum. That's where they get their firepower from. I mean, like you look across the stat sheet, and you know, like you can point. Out, okay, you got they got Bates. Okay, then you start looking further down the list, and you're like, okay, no one really stands out here. And then you get to Eli Apple at the very bottom. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's uh, they feed off their offense. And, you know, sometimes you just got to ride with it. Is that a product of the system? Maybe. All right. Let's move on. Now, last week we ranked quarterbacks of the year. Today we're going to rank the wide receivers. A lot of talk about Cooper Cuff. I know some of you guys like, oh, you didn't do running backs. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do running backs. Sorry. That's all. Give me one day. Uh, it'll probably be next next episode. We do running backs. Um, I gotta get this. I gotta get this. GK, I got my list ready. We're not deviating from it. I don't care what you say. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious to see what you think of my my rankings for this. 
I'm very curious to see what you say. Because mine has a couple unexpected people in my top ten. One of them you actually mentioned earlier. Well, two of them. You actually mentioned both of them. All right. I, I check that. All right. We see. We can see. Yep. All right. You know what it is, man. It's top 10 wide receivers of this year. Collectively, you guys have to decide who was the top 10. Discuss amongst yourself and let me know who you're putting up there. Okay, GK. Can we agree on number one? Probably, yeah. Okay, right, you want to go cup, cup first? Sure. Okay. All right, there we go. First one down. No I problem. do think I do think currently he's a little overrated though. But I, I would agree, I, but I still I like him at number, number one. I still like him at number one though. Agreed. Uber, okay. Uber cuff. That's Uber cuff. Uber cuff. Number two. Okay, hear me out. I kind of want to go Devontae Adams. Um, I don't really see why we wouldn't. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Good. We're agreeing so far. Here's where things are going to get a little tricky. All right. All right. We in there. I want to hear GK first. Well, well, here's the thing is like, I, I kind of want to get like 10 to 15 guys out there and then maybe like rearrange, then we'll discuss. rearrange them once I'm looking at them. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so can we put, I'm curious where you're gonna see where you're gonna All put. Right, so let me do, let me do like no, I did. You... Let me do like I did last week. Let me give you. I'll give you the list early, instead of late. All right. So the list I'm looking at, um, it has Devontae Adams number one, and this might be from hmm, this Adams number one, 2021. So this might be the 2020 2021 season. Not sure. Um, but they got Devontae Adams, Cooper Cuff, Debo Samuels, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, T. Uh, Higgins, uh, Renfer, Hunter Renfro, uh, DK, really? DK Metcalf, I like Renfro, Lockett, Chris Godwin, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, um, hmm. Pittman Jr., Hopkins on Arizona, Michael Pittman. Yeah, that got to be from this year though. This is this is from this year because uh, yeah. Hopkins was limited to ten games. Yeah, uh, you got Weddle, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks, Devontae Smith, okay. um, Mooney, and then Brown, which, which we top out the top 25. Okay, I Debo Samuel three. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put your 10 up there and then <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll I like right how right. this I like how this is going. GK said I'm gonna tear this thing apart. Yeah, I like Debo. Debo I kind of disagree Samuels. with Devontae at number one, though, to be honest with you. On that list, at least. Debo. <clears throat> I wouldn't say I disagree with it. I because I could argue there's an argument there. I agree. Yeah. I think that one could kind of go either way, but I just think yeah. like looking at the stats, I think you just have to go with Cobb. Yeah. So Adams holds in 96.1% of his catchable passes. Damn. So that's why he's at number one. That's a crazy stat. That is a crazy stat. That's insane. <laughs> when when Aaron Rodgers targets him. Yeah. Well, well, see, that's the thing with Cup is <clears throat> he got significantly more targets than everybody else. And a lot of his stuff is product of circumstance and not product of Cooper Cup. 
Well, I need to see some consistency. I'm with GK because if you go look at his stats, he this is like his second thousand year season. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, like, so that being said, I have lots and lots of arguments pro Cooper Cup because ultimately I'm a Cooper Cup fan. I I have been since he has been drafted. Like mm-hmm. in college, he caught a million fucking passes. Yeah. So I've I've like I have tons of arguments for why I like Cooper Cup and why he is good. But I also there's people that are blinded by the light, and I'm like, yeah. you need to settle down. And here's why you're you know a little bit ahead of yourself here. I agree. I think it's too soon to say he's the best receiver. Like I'm saying, maybe this year he was the best receiver, but I'm saying, yeah, like, oh, he's year, the best yeah. receiver in the league. Right. I think that's jumping the gun. Like for example, if you were to take him out and then put Devonte in his shoes and simulate Devonte in through the whole Ram season in his position on all of his plays, like any catch that Cooper cup made Devonte probably would have also caught the same ball. Yeah. I agree, I agree with that. All right. Four. All right, four. Ju- yeah, I kind of want to put Justin Jefferson there. We can put him there for now. Okay. For now. Do you mind putting Tyreek Hill right below him? We can we can readjust. We can yeah, readjust. yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Tyreek Hill on this list was what? 13, 14, 15? Where the fuck is Tyreek Hill? No, I like him in the 10. I like I'm saying I, on this, like on this, oh, he was eight on this list. He was eight. eight. Okay. Then we can you put like Stefan Diggs? Stefan. So because let me ask you a question. Because um Hopkins got hurt, he falls on this list. I don't think he's in top 10. No, I, I feel like um, – You said Stephon Diggs? Just specifically yeah, for 2021, 2022, I, I feel like for, for me, like availability weighs in enough to like 10 is not enough. 10, 10 games is enough. I agree. Like I think yeah, – Your body wasn't strong enough to play more than 10 games, so fuck you. <laughs> I would say Jamar Chase in there. At seven? I mean, Jamar- I have a – I mean, he has. We can readjust. We can readjust. We can readjust. He led the league in drops, but. Yeah. Right. Number eight. Can we throw in. Okay. This is where I was going to. Apparently, it's not really that much of a hot take, but I was going to put T. Higgins in there. Sure. I mean, I. I, I, Obviously, I said before, I love T. Higgins, but I don't know. That's what. I I think he's number nine on this list. He's number nine on the list. I think he might. Okay. Like honestly, for this year, I prefer Mike Williams over T. Higgins. Wow. I mean, Mike Williams had nine touchdowns. He had over a thousand yards. Mike he, Williams. I think I think he fell off in the second half of the season, but because he just stopped getting targeted, not to really a fault of his own. But anyway, mm. let's keep going. Who else we got here? I think I my, personally, I think you got to stick Renfro in there. Yeah, he, he 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 broke out. He definitely broke out. Only one you're missing from the top right now is CeeDee Lamb. Everybody else above Renford, you guys got. And Renford is number 10 on the list that I'm looking at. Uh, I, I think Renfro should definitely be in the conversation. Um, He had a break. I mean, broke breakout year. I mean, nine touchdowns, over 100 catches, over 1,000 yards, like – He's such a great third down option. Like, oh my goodness, he gets the job done. <clears throat> His route running is just ridiculous. And then, you know, he's not dropping the ball. So, yeah, he became the favorite target for. Cars. And that, that's the thing, too, is, is like, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, you know what? 
if Renfro and Cup switched places in the start of the year, like, would Cup have been able to do what Renfro did in Las I Vegas? Think, and I think so. Would Renfro been able to do what Cup did? I don't think to a certain extent. I don't uh, think to a certain let's, extent. Let's, 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 let's look at those quarterbacks. All right. Let's look at the quarterbacks that Cuff and, and, and Renfrew had. All right. Well, I don't think it's so much the quarterback that makes the difference. I think it's more of. Uh, I think it's the quarterback. I think it's a big I don't difference think so. from the. I think it's a big difference from the experience of Matt Stafford than the experience of Derek Carr. Well, I also think that if and Carr. If you put, if you put Renfer on that Rams team, they're still in the same predicament they're in because Matt Stafford understands how to find his receivers where I feel like he does make mistakes, but Derek Carr is more of the type to shoot himself in the foot. Yeah, I agree. I, I pretty much agree with that, but I, I also think it really wouldn't be that huge of a difference. Different, yeah, I agree there. With Derek Carr on the Rams, like no DK. Can, can we so, put uh, it's between I okay, I'm stuck between DK Metcalf and CeeDee Lamb. I don't want to put CeeDee in there. You don't think CeeDee's top ten? No, it, based on what? I don't know. No, I'm compared to compared to DK. Because I, oh. I agree. I, I like them better yeah. than all these people. Yeah, but like, I mean, okay, so Lamb, 79 catches, 1,100 yards. That's good. Six touchdowns. Um, compared to DK? DK has double the amount of touchdowns and almost 1,000 yards, but he also had several games without Russ. Uh, That's true. So, uh, I, so for the season, where, do you, where would you rank them then? If, I mean, because you got you to gotta factor in he had Geno Smith throwing him the ball. Yeah, no, I, I would prefer Metcalf to be in there. I kind of do, too. Metcalf 10, and then you go rearrange? Yep. Yeah, I, I – um, I think Diggs is a little high. I was going to switch him and Jamar Chase. And I don't know that T. Higgins is worthy – well, it, who who is like fringe? Let's let's talk about that. Well, uh, you, you didn't get CD Lamb. CD Lamb. That's that's, t- that's top ten right there on this list. Everybody after that, you got DK, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, um, Pittman Jr. From so the, well, the, I mean, Waddle had a hundred and four for a thousand and six TDs in his rookie year. I don't think Waddle's in this conversation. Waddle with eighteen on he, his list. Why? Like, look at his circumstance. It's not good. Like, I mean, well, that's unfortunate for him, but I like don't think that's this, despite having a shitty quarterback in 16 games, he was having that's unfortunate for that dude. But <laughs> he, in you know, he had he was able to get six touchdowns, a thousand yards, and 104 catches for a rookie on a shitty team with a shitty quarterback. So that's pretty impressive. That's pretty hard to do. But is it top 10 worthy? I mean, I think I just answered your question. He's looking. He's looking. Hmm. Got to make sure. I, I would say if anyone can be replaced on this list, it's probably T. Higgins, and I could see him being replaced with C.D. Lamb. But, I mean – What are C.D. Lamb's numbers, uh, GK? What about – I mean, 
Keenan Allen caught over a hundred balls. Like, I just don't think since Mike Williams fell off, Keenan Allen kind of stepped up a little bit because Keenan Allen had a very slow start. Very slow start. I mean, there was only was, 10 guys caught a hundred balls. But that doesn't mean they should be on a top 10 wide receiver list. Troy, can I get your input or no? I'm not allowed. No, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. I don't think just because you got 100 receptions means that you're a top 10 wide receiver. No, it's, I don't think it. It just means you, you got targeted a lot. That's all. Or the other yeah. receiver that, you know, is better. Well, that than doesn't you. necessarily mean double. that you got targeted a lot either. Well, you got 100 catches. You got targeted a lot. You had to get targeted. You got targeted a lot. 100 catches? Not, I mean, not really. So what did he, what did he catch? Not 100 at 102? He only dropped two <laughs> passes? True. That's sure. a lot of a hundred catches is a lot. That's a lot of catches. That's yeah. a lot of catches. Yeah, 100? but what That's I'm saying is, it, yeah, but that I don't think it has to do with like the way you use targets is like the ratio of targets to catches, not like oh well he was targeted a lot. So how many targets does he have? Who? Who, who? who are we talking about? You said these guys had 100, 100 receptions. So Waddle had 141 targets, but I don't think he had – I don't think he had any drops, to be honest. Uh, okay, so he, he had 141 he had catches? Six drops. Huh. six drops. I mean, Wait, if you want to look at drops, T. Higgins point. doesn't have any. That's a stat I know off the top of my head, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh T. Higgins, 2 through 12, through week 12 and 18. What was uh, T. Higgins' like most ranked. impressive stat? Like touchdowns or catches or yards or what was his? He has 10 yards downfield 37 times this season. Yeah, okay. But that top 10 received greater with such targets. Okay, he, he did have over 1,000. His yards per game were really good. His yards per – oh, okay, so – What's his? What's good for him is his yards per catch. He's fourth in ten yard down. Uh, ten he's, yard catches. He's eighteenth yeah. in yards per catch. So that's good. Uh, I kind of guys, you guys are not gonna like me, but I kind of want to switch DK out. I kind of want to put CD Lamb in there. Why though? I. Well, I'm just well, segment. <laughs> how, how integral is he to his yeah. team? And like, this is a tough one, though. This is really a tough make, because there's I plenty like of talent. He's really a difference maker, and, and his, his production isn't off the charts. But DK's is? Yeah, I guess because he didn't have a quarterback. DK's production isn't off the charts, but he definitely made a difference. Like, they needed him. That's fair. That's fair. I just feel like. Well, and we well, I mean, we didn't even say Mike Evans. He had over a thousand, and he had fourteen tutties. That's I, I think month. any Buccaneers receiver kind of falls off the list a little bit just because there's so much ball spread allowed. There's like so much ball sharing there with a with AB, Godwin, and Evans. But I mean, none of them had even eight touchdowns, and Evans had fourteen. Evans is twenty-one on his list. Evans also is more of a boomer bust type of person. He had games really like he wasn't even playing. 
I just I, I'm not a big fan of. Evans Mike has Evans. eight touchdowns inside the red zone. He's second behind Cooper Cup. Okay, so red zone targets. Um, he's a big wide receiver too. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I don't. I'm not really too impressed with my. I mean, only two, only four guys had twelve or more touchdowns. Metcalf, Chase, Evans, I Cup. Put some pants on too. I'm cool. Uh, I I think okay. So are we set with these ten? Um, I'm so happy you didn't include Deontay Johnson because I think he's so fucking bad. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's no. a Pro Bowler. Awful. He's a Pro fucking Bowler. Terrible. I can play receivers better than Deontay. You, oh, you know no, no, DK is up when he's cursing. You here know DK is up when he's cursing. Oh, so look, look, I'm not bad. letting you get my man so bad. like that. You're not getting Deontay like that. He had a very bad game in the playoffs. He had a very oh, he bad He had game. like 170 targets and only caught 100 balls. He had okay, – no, but hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. Deontay Johnson boy. is the premier of he's so bad. the passing game. He was getting targets from Big Ben. Retirement home. Dude, I'm using a if, Walker if Big Ben. If you took – okay, bro, if you took uh, – I don't like, want to hear if you put him on this team. He'll no. Be, no, I don't want to hear that because Deontay Johnson is a very good receiver. He has had problems in the past of dropping the ball. He was a lot better this year with, with bro, drops. If you put, put CeeDee Lamb in Deontay Johnson's shoes, he would have caught 200 passes for 2,000 yards like – Get out of here. <laughs> okay, what makes what that. makes you say that? I'm not taking that. CD Lamb draws passes too. CD drops. I mean, did you watch any of the Cowboys games? CD drops a lot of passes too. CD drops passes. How many drops did he have? You got the stats. You got the stats in front of you, you not me. I go, today, off, not I go me. off the dome. I'm not the stat guy today. I'm you the stat the guy dome. today. <laughs> GK, you the stat okay, guy today. Look at Deontay uh, Johnson is not trash. He's a Pro Bowler. You don't just you don't just make the Pro Bowl for being trash. He's trash, dude. He's so oh, bad. okay. He's trash. You're right. He's so bad. He's 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 just the worst player in the NFL. Um, Shouldn't even deserve to be there. I don't think he does deserve to be there. Oh, what? All right. What are we doing with the list? We got we got more stuff that. we got to get to. What are we doing with the list? Yeah. Definitely he's not on the list. Uh. <laughs> Right now we have Cooper Adams, Debo. Dude, Jeff I think Chase Claypool is like a million bajillion times better than. Uh, okay, you don't watch Steelers games. That's all I needed to hear. So That's much all better. I needed to hear. All right. So all right, what are we doing with Kill. the list? What are we doing with the list? All right. All right. So can we? Um. GK, was... what are we doing with the list, Roy? You made the list, GK. What are we doing with it? Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I do kind of like it. I'm just – I don't know if T. Higgins is worthy of number eight. Is he or is he not? Not right now. Who we moving? Who we not? We got to go. <laughs> we got to put pressure on you. We can switch him and Renfro if you want. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. But I just um, – I feel like – are we not leaving someone off the list in general? C.D. Lamb. Peter no. Lamb is the only player that was top ten. I don't even think he's. Is that it for the list? I think I think I'm pretty set on that. I think that looks pretty good. We might we might catch some stuff for not putting CD Lamb on this list. I'm letting you guys know that. Now. I mean, Lamb, how many touchdowns did Lamb have? Six. Hmm. 
I think I think I'm set with that. I think I'm good. I'll take all I'll take all the shit that's coming for it. That's okay. I'll just eat it. I'll just, I'll, I just mean, I eat those, man. I eat had those. Seventy nine catches for eleven hundred yards, like <laughs> pretty good. But like, all right, are we taking anybody off the list? And no, in I, talent, I I think maybe he's top ten talent, but like, final like, answer, his no. Productivity wasn't enough. Okay, are we taking anybody off the list? Final answer. I think I'm good with this list. Move Redford up and Tyler uh, and T. Higgins down. Is that yeah. the only movement we're I making? I like that. I guess that's fair. It's good. I think I think that's good. All right. For your listeners on Apple Music, Google Podcast. I keep saying Apple Music. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Spotify. This is the top 10 wide receivers from, from the sideline, all right? It's number one, Cooper Cup. Number two, Adams. You know, Devontae. All right, number three, Debo Samuels. Number four is Justin Jefferson. Number five is Tyreek Hill. Number six, Stephon Diggs. Number seven, Jamar Chase. Number eight is Renford. Number nine is T. Higg. And number 10 is DK Metcalf. All right, let us know. It'll be up on the social medias, Instagram. It'll be on our face in our Facebook group up on TikTok. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think about this list. We're going to get roasted. I can't wait. All right. I now, can't wait. Looks good. Now... You did a good job. Now I got a new se- <laughs> I got a new segment for you guys now. A new uh, segment. New segment for you guys. I'll do the voiceover for it. Doom, 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 doom. I was Time trying to think of sideline special. I was trying to think of uh some other things we could do with the trivia since we we, we most likely gonna be a trivia. <laughs> We're a tri- yeah, we're a trivia show at this point. We, we like a trivia <laughs> sports talking podcast. You know, other people got their, their niches like drafts and stuff like that. This is our niche, all right? So this new segment is called Guess That Player, all right? Oh. All right? Guess you guys ready? Okay. Right, we're we going to jump right into it. I'm just going to give you some, some statistics, and you're going to tell me who the player is, all right? All right, let me... Uh... This is not going to be good. All right, can y'all see a blank screen? Yep, blank screen. All right. The first hint is this player is a running back. Okay. Good All right. Hint. The second hint is in his MVP season, he took his team to the Super Bowl. They did not win it. And it's okay. minute. No. He rushed uh, for 1,880 yards and mm-hmm. 27 touchdowns in that same season that he took his team to the Super Bowl. He has a hundred career rushing touchdowns. On the dot. Hmm. Last hint. It's only five each person. Tied for eighth in NFL history for running backs. Huh. His MVP season. How many running backs have won an MVP? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a good point. <laughs> Let me know. You got you got about ten seconds. A, a, mm. AFC or NFC? Uh oh. Oh, he's asking too many questions now. I gave you your hints. Your, your well, no, your I know, but they're, they're clearly not enough. But I don't want you to give me the answer yet. Um. Did Sean Alexander win an MVP? Does anyone know? 
Uh, is it Sean Alexander? That's correct. It is? <laughs> oh, get out of here! It's Sean Alexander. He lost to the Steelers in the Super Bowl. That's that's That was my hint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lost in the Super Bowl. All right, next. Let's go. All right, this guy is a DB. All right. Oh, you lost me. Good game. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let's go. All right. I feel like that should be like the last hint. <laughs> no, I wanted, to, I wanted to get the positions first because then you guys are going to know what, what area to look in. All right, two-time Super Bowl champ. 24 interceptions in his career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Played for 10 years with Denver and one with the Jets. 10 years with Denver. His nickname is Smiling Assassin. Uh-oh. I feel like people who have heard these hints at home are screaming out the answer right now, looking at us like we're dumb. Is that it? Yeah, no, That's five. It. It's five. Five each. Play for 10 oh. years with Denver. You should have like 10 going and then just give us a new one every time we don't get it right. No. Uh, um, you always want me to do that with my trivia. You want me to keep giving you hints and the other trivia. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, what letter does it start with? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, I'm saying you should make it so you put like one hint. And then if we don't figure out, you give us the next hint. If we don't figure it out, you give us the next hint. So on and so forth. Oh, so your first hint is DB. Who is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> your first hint, DB. Your first hint is DB. Who is it? And uh, Bailey would be you, my first. You get that yes. one? He's a two-time Super Bowl champ. No, nothing? 24 interceptions. Who you got? I would say hey, this. I'll give you one more hint. I guess his it's not champion. Well, no, because name, Sam probably played more than 11 years. I will give you this. His last name ends with this. It starts with the same thing the first person last name started with. That's your extra hint, GK. Say that Kent, one more time. <laughs> your extra hint is this guy's last name uh-huh. starts with the same letter as the previous guess that player's last name. I don't know my Denver Broncos. So, I don't... so yeah, but if he won the Super Bowl twice, when did Denver win the Super Bowl twice? With Elway, I guess, right? So um it had to oh it steve altworth to... oh that is correct yeah there you yeah. go i was gonna say yeah i was in the wrong era i was yeah yeah wrong, yeah no wrong era. that's how we figure it out because... thank you gk yeah 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 thank you and GK. let's let's take a real point i just want to i want just want to give another shout out to the sponsor of today's video uh, uh sports bet now remember you can find it either www.sportsbet.com or you can download the app on google or apple and just don't forget use that code fts 250, all right? Your first two risk-free bets up to $2,000, all right? Thank you, uh, thank you for points bet for sponsoring today's video. Next, it was uh, Steve Adler. Steve Adler. Right. I said his last name wrong. Oops. Next one. <laughs> we knew, we knew. He's yeah. a wide receiver. Jonathan Johnson. No. <laughs> Jerry Rice. <laughs> all right. He went to Florida State. Okay. Okay. Vernius Coles. Drafted by Arizona. Drafted by Arizona. Won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Middle name is King Mao. I don't know if I said that wrong. Ken Mao. Ken Mao. <laughs> that last one was absolutely useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I do this in a couple of them because I want to. You might, you might as well say his favorite. His favorite cereal is. I want to you all. Captain Crunch. Let's use our. Let's use. Okay, so the Ravens won with Dilfer. 
And then the Ravens won with uh, Flacco. Flacco. So who were the receivers on each? Process of elimination. I'm trying to think. So Flacco had like, um, what was that one guy's name? Fucking Jacoby something. Jacoby Jones, right? Um, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Jones. He had... But wasn't uh, Jacoby a, a, he was a kick returner though. He's more of a kick Yeah, he was more of a returner. Um I'm just trying to think of who was on that team. Um, you're, you're in the right you're in the right space though. GK, I will give you that hint. You're in the right space. Just think along the lines of th- that time wide receivers that was on that team. You, you'll come across his name. I'm trying to think. You went to Florida State. I should know this. I will give you another hint. His first name starts with the same letter. As the last two people's last name. Oh, what a Super Bowl with the Ravens. People at home like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, they Yo, don't shout do out, Shout out Trey Day. When you listen to this, bro, you're going to be like, you're going to be screaming the names out. Ken Mile. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that one. You got to let um, me know. I'm going to start Tommy so that, so that means his first name starts with an A. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so name, start with an A. Ravens receivers. I can't even think of any. <laughs> Alex, Allen, Amari, Andre, Andre. Um, Andre Miller? Uh, <laughs> Andre Miller? De- DeAndre Jordan. No. You give up? <laughs> no. I, I, did you can't say I'm not DK giving up. Said no. for three hours. Look, I got the I got the last two. That's all that matters. I'm okay with I'm okay with screwing this one up. I'm a Florida State fan all too. Right. So this is going for I'm giving you let's guys talk it out. I'm giving you guys three names to pick, and that's it. After that, we're moving on. <laughs> Y'all take it too long. How many years? No, yeah, like how many years did he play? I, I don't know. That's not one of the that's not, I didn't write, I didn't write that <laughs> the trivia. Down. This is <laughs> the trivia down. for us. You're giving the trivia guy the trivia. I didn't okay. write it down, so I don't know. Oh, Anquan Bolden. There Anquan you go, Bolden. Yeah. God, it took you two hundred and seventy thousand years. Dude, I knew I could figure it out. You just gotta give me no time. That's Anquan a player that I Bolden. totally forgot about. I know. Oh my I know. God. Now this one you guys should get. All right, he's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Vinny Testaverde. No. Middle name is Lorenzo. Jarrett. No. 508 touchdowns on his career. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is incorrect. Drew, Drew Lorenzo Brees. The last team he played for was the Vikings. Donovan McNabb. No. Three-time MVP. Brett Favre. Brett Favre is correct, yeah. GK. Took you 17 tries, and that was like your fourth name, not your third one. So let's keep it together, all right? Brett Farr is the correct answer. If you got it right at home, like hit that like button, bro. All right, next one. He's a D. He's a defensive end. Okay. All right, one Super Bowl ring. Okay. Drafted by the Colts. Robert Mathis. Ooh. Stacks on his career is 125.5. Who is the <laughs> other guy opposite him? Uh... And in his rookie season, he had 20 tackles, four loss. Four yeah. loss. Who was the guy that played opposite Mathis? I forget his name. 
Mm. One Super Bowl ring, too. Yeah, the, um, the, it was probably the one with Peyton. What, so, what he stayed, so he stayed with the Colts. Yeah, okay. Um, and then I think he ended up playing a year on the Chargers or something. Who was that guy's name? He moved. He moved. He didn't stay his whole career on the Colts. Okay. I don't uh... – I can't believe – he was the fucking – he was the better guy, too. His last name starts with the same letter as the previous guy's last name. His last name does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Starts – wait, say, what was with that again? With the – I mean, oh, F, F. His last name starts with F. Yeah, Dwight Freeney. There you go. GK. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Dwight Freeney. There you go, GK. I knew it. I knew. I knew it. He's like, who's the guy on the other side? Yeah. All right. Next one. We got a R O L B. What does that stand for? Right outside linebacker. That's baby. right. And his middle name is Henry. <laughs> like how you're throwing middle names. In so there. useless. <laughs> it's like not so even worth we, being we get it. four hints and a fun fact <laughs> yeah exactly four hints and a fun fact he's a two-time champion had two seasons where he we uh he had seven i, I did it where he had seven uh forced fumbles i i didn't i didn't spell it i didn't Make that sense right. But he yeah, had two seasons, seasons where he forced, where he, seven. Yeah, where he forced seven fumbles. Sorry for guys that's home that's looking at that. I, I, Damn. I was tired when I was making this. It was it was like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was like the third day of me being up at five o'clock in the morning. I was tired. All right. That's okay. I'll make a petition. Forgive me. I'll make a petition. <laughs> Can you remove middle names and put in like team names? <laughs> that's okay though. His middle name's Henry. That gave it away. Uh-oh. I fixed it. Okay. There you I had go. two seasons where he forced seven fumbles. Okay, right outside linebackers. One, two, two, two Super Bowls. Oh, Clay Matthews? No, he's a left outside linebacker. That's a good guess though. I was thinking him too, but yeah. What'd you say? Oh, is it um <laughs> I think hold on. more plat- pass rusher. No, is it um I know. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Come on, so, G. Take it from him, G. Oh, oh. Is it? So it's oh, got to be like um, Jack Ham. Jack no, Ham. No, no, it's got to be one of the who's Joey Porter. Nope. Um, who played with him? Woodley? Oh, J- James Harrison. There you there go, Roy. Yeah, James Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said Jack Han. Why did I say Jack Han? Jack Han. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, James next Harrison, one. Yeah. Cornerback. I mean, he's locking them down. All right. Three C- three times Super Bowl champ. His middle name is. <laughs> he has fifty three interceptions <laughs> on his career. Oh, you got me. Longest interception run was seventy four yards. Okay. Played two years with the Jets. Hmm. Two years with the Jets. You also played with the Patriots. That's your extra hit. 
It's Ty Law. It is Ty, Ty Law. Law. Okay. All right, GK got it. Got it correct. Do you guys like this so far? You like this? I without do like the, it. Without the the nicknames, I'll take middle names out. Without right. middle maybe names, I'll use, maybe I'll use nicknames next time. But that probably would be too easy. Yeah. This guy probably has a nickname. All right. <laughs> Just letting you know, it's somewhere in here. Oh no, yeah, he does. He has a middle name. All right, wide receiver. Okay. His nick his nickname his middle name is Gene. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know it now. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. His middle name is Gene. His middle name is Gene. His career yard yeah. is 15,292. In one season, he scored 23 touchdowns. Nickname is The Freak. Chad Johnson. Yeah. See, that's weird because the, the defensive end's name was The Freak. From the Titans, Javon Curse. The freak. Twenty-three touchdowns middle, in a season. His middle name is Gene. Remember that. Is it? It's not To, right? Um, got three seasons. more, including this one. Two more after this one. All right. Twenty-three is kind of. A lot, right? So that's a good amount. That's a very yes. good around amount. this time when he was a wide receiver. Yes. And that's sixteen and fifteen thousand yards means he probably played Sydney for... Rice. Nope. That's a terrible guess. You said that's a terrible guess. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy who's yelling out quarterbacks left and right when we found out his middle name was Earl or some shit like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on, let's think about this. So this this means he probably played for at least 15 or more a years. Phrase, a phrase that people use today came from this guy. Oh, Sir Andy Moss. Yes, it is. I had to give you some easy. God. Hmm. Guys be thinking all over the place. All right, Randy Moss was the answer. If you got it right at home, thank you. All right, next one, second to last. It's another quarterback. Okay. His, his middle name is... No, nah, he, he went to USC... He has 46,247 Mark Sanchez. Yards. Mark Sanchez has that many yards. I'll, he, he's a god. Um, he has played, probably a played third, for Oakland uh, for two years. Now, this was this is Oakland Raiders. All right. Played okay. For Oakland for okay. Two years. And then he has 294 touchdown passes. Went to USC. As in. Not South Carolina, we're talking about Southern California. Right. Um, well, Rich Gannon played for Oakland for more than two years, right? Yes. Gannon. Gannon! So, all right, let's think about this. That, I feel like that's Russell. a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns, so it's got to be somebody. No, it's someone who played who was, who was pretty good. So so let's go over Raiders quarterbacks. Jeff Garcia. No. No. Let's go over Raiders quarterbacks from the last like 20 years. Okay, who was before Derek Carr? I wish I could tell you. Nobody saw <laughs> Exactly. Nobody. I could even tell you. So what's his, what's his middle name, Troy? I didn't write that one down. Sorry. I didn't write that one down. <laughs> I didn't write his middle name down. Sorry. Maybe you would have got it if I wrote his middle name down. What do you What are you thinking, GK? He's trying to go through Raiders. Uh, no, I'm Raiders thinking. Look, 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 look. I'm thinking 
This means they had to have had somewhere around a 15-year career, right? Okay. So who would have spent two years in Oakland that's like a top 10 in yards of all time? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Just think of quarterbacks that went to USC. Mark Sanchez. Liner. Liner. Liner, right? Um, that's. It was probably pre-Mark Sanchez. I would say he probably graduated before Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Did. yeah he was in the league way before Mark Sanchez was. Yes. I I think I'm gonna throw in the towel, man. I don't. I don't. No, know. no, dude, don't give up. Come on, <laughs> let's let's talk this through. He don't like losing at this. He just forty-six thousand yards is a lot of yards. Who has? There's probably only ten guys with that have that. So let's go process of elimination, right? Okay. Another hint. Yes. He played also for Arizona. Could it be? People at home like. I don't got this. Oh, 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 Carson Palmer. Thank you. See, I'm taking it back with these names. Now, this one, I'm not giving you no hints, all right? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was the answer. Look at that guy. Probably the best quarterback to ever go to USC. Look at that guy. USC people don't pay. All right, last one. Running back. 2,404 rushing yards in his career. Rushes, not rushing yards. Well, Russia, sorry, yeah, Russia. He led the league four Andrew, times Andrew. in rushing yards in one season. In a season, he led the league four times in rushing. What? He led the league four times in rushing. OJ Simpson. Thank you. How do you lead the league four times in led one the season? Four times in one season, bro. You mean he led the it, league? It, I put it in a tricky way to throw you off because as soon as I put, he was drafted by the Bills. And he played 11 years in the NFL. Look how fast Roy got OJ uh, Simpson. Yeah. So I tried to word it in a weird way so you guys wouldn't get it because it was, like I said, it was 3 o'clock at this point. I was tired. I was done with it, but I wanted <laughs> to finish. All right, GK, leave me alone. Leave That's me alone, right. GK. Leave me OJ alone. OJ was like that, man. I didn't right? that many Last records. one was GK. Juice. I mean, yeah, this is good. Oh, it's one, two, three, four for Roy, six for GK. I hope you're oh, not. I thought we were figuring them out together. Uh, you know, I always write the name of who get the answer right. I keep these just so you know. Thank you. All right. That's it for Guess That Play. Did you guys like that segment? Should I do it more? Yeah, I like that. That was good. I like how I like how GK was more analytical and I was more like, what's their middle name? <laughs> <laughs> what's their middle name? <laughs> All right, oh, guys. Yeah. Let's get into this last segment. Now, now I know it. Let's get into this last segment, you know, NBA fire take. So I'm going to start off with two things. Um, Draymond Green getting a TNT deal while he's still active in the NBA. That's going to be interesting to see, but I think it's amazing for Draymond Green. Shout out Draymond Green uh, for success. Those guys loved him over there. I think from the first time he stepped foot in that building and he got on that show with him, I think from the get, they wanted him to, to be an analyst. And I think what they're doing is, is they're solidifying him being there when he retires. I think he's going to take over for one of those guys, uh, Charles, 
Jed or Shaq when he retires from the NBA. I think he's going to be the next one on that panel. You guys have any thoughts on Draymond Turner deal before I go to my next one? I th- I think that um it's kind of interesting with him being still active in the NBA and getting that deal. But I mean, I mean that kind of makes him have to be careful with some things that he said. Yeah, he said no more tampering. He said no more tampering. Yeah, he so said, no more tampering. Fines. He said I'm not paying the fines. Yeah, I'm not doing but, it. He said no more tampering. But Draymond has a very big personality, mm-hmm. a very big TV personality at that. I mean, like you, I mean, his, he has a podcast, he has all this stuff. I mean, he's very interactive, he's very social. That's just the type of person he is. So, I mean, I, I would like to see him in the future, you know, be on that TNT desk. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, like how you said, replace one of those guys when they get, you know, when that time comes. But I think he's a very big personality guy. He's really funny too, and he knows the game. So, I mean, I mean, he, he checks all the boxes of what you want to be in an analyst. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like him better as an on-air personality than a basketball player. Um, I think he's well-spoken. He can articulate his thoughts well. And, like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. And I don't think it's a big deal that he's still playing. I, like, lesser-known athletes have done similar things. So, like – Brian um, Scalabrini was a TV reporter at one point. All right, my yeah. second one, and you guys don't have to touch on this. Um, we're going to kick it right over to you, GK, right after I'm done with this. If everybody touches on it, once everybody done, GK, you go ahead with your with your fire takes. But I wanted to talk a little bit about this Carmelo thing, right? Carmelo getting fans kicked out. I see a lot of people on social media calling him soft like LeBron. Oh, uh, You know, fans heckle. But there's a difference between, like, heckling and saying something that you know is meant for a specific type of person. The dude literally called Carmelo, boy, 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 boy. And for some people, for some African-American people, being called a boy is just along being called the N-word. It's just along those lines. You're just not seeing it. So that I can understand where Carmelo was coming from, even if you don't agree with him. You Listen, I didn't see people, you know, go off on other people for less than that, you know. So um, boy is kind of racist when you're when you're you're using as it, when you're using it towards a black male figure and trying and is trying to belittle him and I think that's what Carmelo was like nah I'm not gonna sit here and keep letting you repeat that to me you know you gotta go because it's not it's not fair to him to have to hear that like I'm I'm all with the heckling don't think I'm not with he- heckle these players I don't care it's part of the game you guys are fans you pay your money but there's a line that fans need to understand right there's a line you guys understood that line after Malice in the Palace right. You mm-hmm. understand that line that, oh, these NBA players could kick our asses. Okay. They could come in the stand and kick our asses. Okay. We can't cross that line no more. All right. And even still, now we get some people that throws the popcorn on Kyrie and the bottles here. You get some people that still do it, but not to that extent that it was back in the day. So now it's like, in today's basketball, it's like people, they just know words they can say to get under people's skin. I'm not agreeing with LeBron getting everybody kicked out, but I think just in this, you know, situation with Carmelo being called a boy repeatedly, Oh, go to the corner, boy. Shoot that shot, boy. Like, he wasn't saying it in a sense like, I say to open the show, and I'm here with the boys. Like, that's not how he's saying it. He's saying it because uh, Carla Melo Anthony is an African-American, and he knows that that's a term to be little African-Americans. What are you guys thoughts on that, if you haven't? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, I think it's all about context and how you use it. I mean, because, like, if you use it like how, how you're saying it is, that's, that's more derogatory. That's more, you know hurt someone's feelings and all that stuff. So, but I mean, as far as kicking people out, I don't agree with that either, to be honest with you. But I mean, if you want to get to Carmelo, just call him Lala. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is get to his baby mama. That's all you got to do. Hey, Cheerios, and he going to go off. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, 
I think this is just a good learning experience for Carmelo um, because I think the first time that this happens to you, I get why you could react that way. But um, then I after the, for a long time though, so it can't, I, don't, I don't think it's the first time. I'm no, he played in New boy. York. There's no way. Right, I think it's just the context time. the guy was using it in. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I so doesn't matter. I think after the fact, um, <clears throat> if anything like that were to happen to him again, he would handle it in a different manner because I think so too. You're letting him win because that's what he's trying to do. Like he's trying to get under your skin. That's what his goal yeah. is, and you just gave him validity. Versus if like you didn't give him the time of day or acknowledge him and because like he's so far beneath you, like why even acknowledge his presence or like, you know, acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that he exists. Um, he's there. He, and he, he and the fan is still it. on the wrong here though. I mean, like, oh, yeah, no. like he's, yeah, that, no, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. I, I, I just said you could go in. I agree I, I though. I agree. But but as a star, like you trust everything else to like take care of that for you. Like and at that point, you trust that the stadium and the officials and the security and the other fans and whatever, everything else takes care of that for you. And like you be the one that like you let them know like this is beneath me. <laughs> like I don't need to worry about this. Paper I have view. bigger fish to fry, and like I'm first class, graceful. You know, I'm a professional. Like, so I get why. Like, maybe if that's never that specifically those words, not just heckling, because obviously he's probably been heckled before. But I'm saying like that's specific kind of stuff. If that happens to you, I understand why. Like his initial reaction, being caught off guard by it, maybe or first time, like he's not going to know how to finesse the situation or like process it. And he's just no, reacting. He just did what LeBron did. What LeBron right. Does. He's just get, reacting. Like see him? see him because, because I'll give you an example. Like that shit has happened to me throughout my whole career. And I used to let it bother me and react and like react in a hostile manner. Right. But what I do now is I learned that like, especially in being in the service industry or working for tips, Right. I just use it to my advantage. I like flip it around on them and I'll double down on it and I'll run with them rather than clashing against them. Like they, they go this way. I just mm-hmm. hop on board and go this way yeah. too. And not then, everybody could do that. It's not to everyone. Point, yeah. To the point yeah, where everybody. like, I'm, I'm joking with them and, and now my tips increase even more. Right. So for his situation, I'm not saying that that would have been appropriate. I already described how it would have been, you know, maybe mm-hmm. how he could deal with it better next time. Like, just acting like that guy's just so far beneath him, wait until the security carries him away, then maybe give him a look and say, like, like smile and wave bye. You know, that way, like, he's dealing with it with class and that guy got his, what he deserved. And you didn't have to, you didn't even have to take care of it because it's so far beneath you. All right, fire take from GK. Um, as far as NBA, uh, <laughs> I think the Knicks are in trouble. Um, uh-huh. I think... The, the Sixers stock is going way up. Uh, Simmons stock is going way down. I think the Bulls are in trouble. 
Um, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk on, touch on that Simmons point. So Simmons just reported, he said that he thinks Daryl Morey or whatever his name is, is holding out a trade for Ben Simmons because he, he, he believes he can, he's in the market to get James Harden in this offseason. Yeah. Mm. That's um, interesting. Which won't you propose it? I will propose it and see what the Nets say. We'll take Ben, give me James flat out. Nothing else. You take James, I take Ben flat out. But the, I don't the, feel like that would be better. Look, but, but why wouldn't it be better? Because Ben's not playing for you. You're not going to get nothing else for him. For Nobody's Nets, giving though? you anything. Would the Nets take that? I don't know. That's the only thing. I don't think they would. That's the only thing. The Nets the, would the, want more. Do the Nets want to take that? Because if I'm looking at the 76ers, that's a, that's a win for me. Because I yeah, got a guy I, that's I not playing that. to a guy that's playing. I'll the take Nets, James, you take Ben. More. If you want more, I'll throw another piece in there with a second round draft pick. Like I'm like I'm not giving you like Ben. They're not going to get anything for Ben. It's over with. That that shit yeah. has sailed. Hundred percent. It has sailed. They wanted Buddy Hill, Tyler Herbert, or Herbert, or Herbert, Tyler Harrow. Yeah, whatever. Not Tyler Harrow. The Herbert. The, the uh, um, um on the Kings. The guy on the Kings. Yeah. They wanted him and 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 Tyree Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get his name. Now, Iowa listen, State, if, you, yep. if you've been rocking with us from the beginning, you know I'm bad at names. So you rock with us from the beginning, you know I don't know how to pronounce it. Nobody name. But no, Tyrese, we're sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about your name. Iowa hit, hit me up and take it Tyler out. Tyler Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Herbert's brother. Herbert, you're right. <laughs> Richie Herbert. Richie. Richie Herbert. Richie. But yeah, so I think I think it, the 76ers shot themselves in the foot when it comes to Ben Simmons because you could have got something for him. There were packages out there early in the season. But now teams are getting smart, and they're like, "Yo, you ain't you trying to let him go for all this? Dude hasn't played in forty games, mm-hmm. forty plus games. Ben Simmons ain't playing with you guys. He ain't coming back. He's made his mind up. He's clear on it. So whether you guys take it, whether you don't, that's on you. Continue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Nuggets and the Mavericks for me, flying way past the Jazz in the power rankings now that Ingles is out for the year. Oh, yeah, Ingles is mm-hmm. done. ACL, right? Or MCL? Yeah. That's tough. That's mm-hmm. so tough for them. He's a, he's such a – I mean, he's not someone who's going to light up the stat sheet crazy every game. No, but he gives Man, them he's, some. He gives he's, them someone some you rally, he's someone you rally around. So, That's for a while, a... the Jazz had probably either the best or one of the best three-point threats, like, as a team. And it was large in part due to Ingles. Joe Ingles, yeah. Very good defensive player as well. A lot of people don't think about that. Yeah. So I think that is extremely detrimental to the Jazz. I think it it affects their outcome on their season tremendously. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I like like the Nuggets and the Mavs a lot more now. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's pretty much all I got. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like down on most of the East, except for the Sixers, and I'm up on everybody else in the West. Now that the Jazz are, I think I I count them out at this point. Mm. Roy, so hot take. My hot takes. Fire my take. hot takes are fire so take. fire. Fire fire. fire. My fire takes are so fire that I'm gonna have to give you another. I have to wait. It's it's. I gotta cool off a little bit. I gotta cool off. My so I'm gonna stay on the Memphis Grizzlies for right now. I look. I I said this one a long time ago with the Grizzlies. Just let me ride my victory wave. Oh, just, shout just, out, shout out to Matt, the D1 player that stopped by. He messaged me 
uh, on YouTube after watching the episode of us saying that John Morant might win MVP. He was like, yeah, jump on this John Morant MVP train. So I want to shout out Matt for that. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Matt. But I got some fire takes for y'all. Well, hold on. Let me ask you, like, so what would it take? Ja to win? Ja to win. Uh, I said last on uh, last episode, uh, you could if make it. To happen. Yeah, on last episode, I said um, if John Morant continues playing like he's playing now, um, I'm not sure what his averages are now, uh, but if he continues to play the way he's playing now and the Grizzly finish top four seed, I think you give it to him. I think that's all he needs. I think you give it to him because he's playing lights out. Top, top four in a, the West or the league? Top four in the, in the West. In so the I West say top two. I think he needs to be better. I mean, because just because the, uh, that's that narrative with Ja. Well, well, I yeah, think if he finishes above, if Jokic is the favorite, right? If he mm-hmm. finishes a seat above Jokic, if any seat above Jokic, I think you give it to Ja. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. So if the Grizzlies end up fourth in the West, that that that's that's all they have. To, that's all that needs to happen. Yeah, if he's playing the way he's doing, with his stats right. line matching up, and they can and they finish four and above, yeah, I think you give it to Ja. I don't think he needs to. I think just the turnover from last year to this year is is enough. It's you look insane. at Derrick Rose. Well, what if the Sixers season. finish in first? Oh, that see, that's a good thing that you see. I wouldn't mind in Joel and B getting it either. But if the Sixers finish first, then yeah, I will give it to him before Ja. Mm-hmm. But Ja would be that second, that second so, guy. So, so that's another piece. Yeah, that's another piece to so look the at. Grizzlies would have to come in fourth or better, but the Sixers would have to come in like fourth or worse basically. no the Sixers become the Sixers is not the first. same thing yeah that would yeah not not first I, if not first if the Sixers become second third or fourth then I think you could still give it to Ja you could still make a case for giving it to Ja I think fans could still make a case for voting Ja for MVP I think they um, will. it just it's just a matter of what he does for the rest of the season can he stay healthy can he continue putting up these yeah. numbers can he continue carrying his team if he could continue carrying his team you can't sit here and say he's not the most valuable player of this season I agree with that. I think if the Sixers come in first or second, how can you not give it to JoJo? No, I agree. I agree. I agree that, that that's a that's a legit. You wait. You talking about Joel Embiid, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Jokic gets it again. I'm gonna go pull up that MVP ladder again so we can look at it. Um, was this foolish? Well, I mean, the Nuggets would have for Jokic to get it. The Nuggets would have to probably finish above the Grizzlies. But then the Sixers would probably no, also Jokic have is to in first right now. He's in first in the MVP worse. ladder. Oh man, Jokic is first in the MVP ladder. Giannis is behind him with Joel Embiid and then Kevin Durant, and then fifth not marks out Chris <clears> Paul. <throat> but let me see if they got a newer one because if they got well, a new I mean, one, I Jokic is pretty important to his team versus like, like if the Grizzlies lost Jaw for the rest of the year, they're done. Yeah. You don't think that they would make the playoffs? No, they were still because they're in good they position the to make the playoffs, but they're not now. they're not finishing top four seed. They finish eight, right. But, but if I think if Jokic misses the rest of the year, they don't make the playoffs. That's because they're already a lower seed already, though. Right. Like uh they're already like what sixth place, seventh place, something like that. Fifth. Fifth. I mean, yeah, they'd fall out because they're already but the Grizzlies but, have already won so many games to where I think they 35. could at least 35 to 28. Who? Grizzlies have 35 wins. I think, they could, I think they could put it on cruise control. What's and the difference between losses? That's a big thing that counts too. Yeah. No, but I'm saying if if the Nuggets without Jokic is probably a bigger drop-off 
than the Grizzlies without Jaw. I think Jokic is more important to the Nuggets than Ja Moran is to the Grizzlies. I mean, I, I understand it because what you guys are yeah. going off is that 10-1 ten, that ten, ten run that they did. But it's because those guys was – you got to understand, when Ja came in and Ja was doing that stuff in the beginning of the season, that got all those guys' confidence up. Like, yo, we could ride with this guy. We could run with mm-hmm. him. And then when he went out, that confidence like, yo, we ain't shaking. We can still run with him. Like, let's show these guys we can run with him. And that's what they did in that in that span. But if you if you would have let Ja stay out for that whole – for the rest of the season, you know, if he got injured for the rest of the season, that run would have turned from 10-1 to 110. And we all know that. Let's not yeah. let's not joke around like these guys are better than the, than the Nuggets without Ja. Let's not act like they're better than Denver. I mean, the Mavs without Ja. Let's not, let's not act like they're better than the Grizz, the, the, the Jazz without Ja. Uh, mm-hmm. Ja. And those are the three teams: Dallas, um, Denver, and Utah is the three teams behind them. Like even without Ja, will we say they're a better team than the Timberwolves? The way the Timberwolves are playing, I don't know. Just be, but just because we've seen that sh- that small sample size, 10-1, it's like no, these guys can rock. But like I said, when it gets to my question mark about the Memphis, Memphis, and Roy, you heard me say this, is when it becomes playoffs, ball is going to slow down. Can the Grizzlies play mm-hmm. a slow-paced offense? Mm-hmm. I don't think they can. That's the thing why I think the train stops. But if Ja could keep third seed, if he keeps third seed, then I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to giving Ja MVP. I agree. What is he averaging right now? I'm about to go check. I don't check what he's averaging. Exactly. Jai's averaging 26 points, 40, six uh, rebounds, six, six not almost seven assists, uh 1.3 still. I mean, I I don't see, I don't he has the stats 26, 6, 6, and 26, 6, and 6. He's seventh in scoring. I mean, 59th in, in rebounds because of big men. But and then what about like usage and PER? I think I feel like those PER are PER is 25.15, he's eight. What about usage? I feel I feel like those are more tell more of the story than like, you know. Player um, efficiency rating. Let me go. I gotta look it up because it is not giving it to me right here on the stats usage. No. I'm sure it's good. Um job Morant's usage, right? Yeah, it has to I wonder be. what is does Vegas is Vegas does probably doesn't have him as the favorite though, right? To win the oh, no. No, right now the MVP. I don't know Vegas, but the MVP ladder, the Kia MVP ladder, it's uh Jokic Vegas is and probably B, the same. It's Jokic, Giannis, and B, Kevin Durant, and then Chris Paul. Yeah, Vegas probably has the same odds. Usually, that's what they do, at least. But yeah, by fire takes will be back, guys. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, twenty-seven point one. Well, that was last year. I got something brewing. Okay, so <laughs> so Steph and Giannis are three to one. Uh, Luca's forty-seven to one. Durant's twenty-three to one. Oh, Joel Embiid is two to one. So he's plus two fifteen. So he's right now the favorite. Oh uh, yeah, his usage rate is twenty-seven point one. Jokic wow. is just a little bit, slightly behind him, uh, plus two twenty-five. Uh, let's see who else is on here. Well, looking for Let me see if I can find Ja. Where's Ja? Oh, Ja is plus ten fifty. So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a lot of people ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. But, but things could change. Like I said, he I keep agree. playing lights out, man. If he keep playing this way, he could keep his his team in the third seed. 
or maybe even knock the Warriors down one and get to the second seed, I think Ja deserves MVP. I just think the season that he's having is an MVP season. If you give it to Derrick Rose, right, with all the questions people had about Derrick Rose MVP season, why can't Ja, ja get it this season? Agreed. Agreed. Now, I do agree with the Joel Embiid because they owe Joel Embiid one from last year when he got hurt because he was the front runner. He was going to win it if he didn't get hurt. I think that's hands down. He was going to win. I agree. But then another question people might have is KD's playing lights out this year, even though it's hurt too. There's only a question. But not only that, but like, I mean, look at the Sixers. They're not really good. Like how many, if, if the season started over and they didn't have Embiid, and and the situation was the same with Simmons not playing either. Like, where would they be? Where would they be without Embiid? They lost like, a lot of games without Embiid. So they I would not be above five hundred, probably. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harry Harris Carey. No, never. No, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't he's know. barely complimenting. Like, yeah. Let alone Carey. Any more takes? We good here? That's it for me. I think we we got them pretty good. All right, I'm gonna start final thoughts though because I want to read this sponsor message one more time. All right, today's episode is sponsored by Point uh, Point Bet, Points Bet, the fastest growing online bookmaker in America, a fully transitional sports book that offers customers more markets and more rewards, all right, like no other sports book. Must be 21 years and older. Sports Bet is only available in New Jersey, New York, Illinois, and Iowa. To sign up, you can go to their website at www.pointsbet.com, or you can download the app at the Google App Store or the Google Play Store. When you si- when signed up, enter our promotion code, which is FTS250. Again, that's FTS250. <laughs> this is brought to you by Double, double GK. This is a Double GK, bro. Listen, if you watch it at home, you know what just happened, but let me finish this and we'll figure it out. <laughs> He left the computer. He said, listen, bro. All right, when signed up, enter our promotion code. All right, it's uh, FTS250. That's FTS250, all right? Uh, points bet will give you two free risk, two risk-free bets uh, up to $2,000, all right? That's when you use our promotion code, FTS250, all right? Two free risk bets, $2,000, all right? Boy, we're prohibited. Ages, uh, age again must be 21 and older. Um, if you if you have a gambling problem or know anybody with a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis consulting and services. Roy, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Tom Brady, thank you for your service to the league. Um, I'm glad you didn't take, you didn't take Ben Roethlisberger's thunder during the season. You can take it now. It's okay. But thanks for your service, man. Enjoy your time with the fam. And welcome to retirement. Okay. Final thoughts? Um, I don't really have any final thoughts. I'm just looking forward to the Super Bowl. Um, sad to see football come to an end. Um, we, we got we got a lot of stuff to take care of. We have some top tens all times, some top tens this season. So our football yeah, ain't over yet, GK. It's gonna continue all summer. <laughs> all right. We don't got uh, a whole season. But also, uh, I don't know who's been paying attention to Steph Curry's alma mater, Davidson, but they have an Asian hooper from South Korea that is uh, could potentially be the next Clay Thompson. He's got, he's built the same type of way, same type of uh, style of game. Um, but they have now won 
I believe 17 out of their 20 games and all the losses came like right at the beginning of the season. So I'm pretty sure they're on a pretty uh, long winning streak right now. And um, they're gonna make the dance and it's gonna be the first time in a while. And you know, they haven't really made any noise or done anything at all since Steph was there. So uh, shout out to them. All right. Well, you said you said your goodbyes to Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. That's going to be the end of the show, man. I want to thank these, uh, you know, these guys for coming by, and spending some time with me again. You know, we want to thank our uh, Apple, um, Apple listeners, our Spotify listeners over there. Thanks to Canada, um, you know, Illinois, Maryland. Thank you guys for giving us a list over on YouTube. If you are watching, man, you got this far. Thank you, bro. We're gonna be back with the giveaway soon. All right, we had to we had to stop for a little bit. But we're going to be back with the giveaway soon, all right? We'll let you guys know. Pay attention to our Instagram. Go follow our Instagram. All the links are down below in the video, all right? But without further ado, man, this is your podcast, your favorite podcast, right? Your favorite podcast from the sideline, man. Peace.